a lot of people live in denial because they think that to be realistic is to be depressing. I'm Dr. Mike, host of Going There. It was the first song where I wrote about how I felt like my depression was killing me and I didn't want it. Going There breaks the stigma of mental health issues by having real honest conversations with your favorite musicians, including Alessia Cara, Lizzie Hale, Jewel, Jason Isbell, Gerard Way, Lauren Gray, Shamir, and Barty Strange. There was something there that was so raw where I was like, wow, I can't believe someone would say that. Let's go there on Going There with Dr. Mike, brought to you by Sound Mind Live and the Consequence Podcast Network every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to Good for a Weekend, the podcast where two friends rank all 10 of Taylor's albums. I'm MK Ashford. I'm Cressy Cornis. And as Cressy said, we are getting scientific today. We are getting mathematical. We are STEM girlies to the core, and we are ranking Taylor's albums through math. Through numbers. It's a dream for me. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so as STEM girly, let me explain to you how we did this, and hopefully you can do it too and share your results. So we found on TikTok, I can't act like I invented this, spreadsheets on Excel where you can list out all of Taylor's songs under each album and give it a blind gut reaction rate. Rating? Sure. A blind gut reaction rating. I did 1 to 10. Cressy did 1 to 100. 1 to 100 is too many numbers for me. I would have been frozen, paralyzed with fear. But I did 1 to 10. And that's okay because 10 is a multiple of 100. So it's basically the same thing. Cressy was just a little more accurate. But that (laughs) would give me anxiety. So then once you have all the ratings for all the songs, you can average your score for each album. That will give you a ranking of the albums based on their average score. Make sense? Yes. And we would love to see your answers, as MK said. So we're going to have a link to this TikTok in our show notes. Please send your results in our Discord. We would love to see how different everyone's opinions are. Yes. And along with that, because you rank on a scale we had a lot of I had a lot of tens Cressy had a few 100s I'm sure and so after we share our album rankings we're also going to talk about the songs that we I guess would consider perfect and we ranked those two so that we can talk about our top Taylor songs yes I am so excited to talk about this and excited to reveal this to you MK and our listeners uh MK and I are blind reacting to each other's And I think this was so interesting because I was not expecting my list. I want you to guess what you think my top three were. Okay. I would assume your top three are 1989, obviously. Um, Probably Folklore and Speak Now. Okay. Okay. Good answers. Now, before I reveal my list, I do want to explain the rubric that I used of zero to 100. Zero, that song is dead to me. It means nothing to me. I wish it never came out and I hate it. And it deserves to be caught on fire. That's what a zero is. Wow. 100. 100 means I would die for this song. If we had to choose between this song existing in the world or me dying, I would die because the world deserves to have this song in our ears. 
So 100 is like literally like God tier. And zero is like, fuck that song. I think we rate it a little differently. <laughs> I took this incredibly seriously. So to me, like a 90 is like a perfect song. But 100 is like, I would fucking die for that song. And 80 is oh. like, this is great. 70 is like, this is a good song. Hell yeah. 60 is like, all right. 50 is like, you know, sometimes I'll listen. Sometimes I won't. Four, below 50 is when I get into the dislike zone. That is how I ranked them. I was a lot nicer. How many okay. 100s did you have? One. Oh, God, Cressy. <laughs> the next one is 99.5, though. And then there's three 99s, and then we go to 90. I was, like, so serious about this, you guys, and I'm so excited to share the full document with you so you can see it in its glory. I spent a lot of time on this. Do you want to know how many 10s I had? Oh, we got 50. <laughs> 29 <laughs> I was like throwing them out there I was like you know what? this is a perfect song so I was like a little more chill about it <laughs> oh no I took this so seriously and that's why I wanted to explain it because you're gonna that's your favorite album and it's a 76 that's why you I wanted to like clarify that so you're not like you don't like that? No, I love that album. The, I'm 76% willing to die for that album. Okay, so... um, Okay. Number one. Are you ready for this? I bet it's not 1989. Oh, oh boy. 76.4%. Is your number one album? Yes. It goes to Folklore. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And then... Coming in at 0.1% below folklore. 0.1% low. We have 1989 at 76.3. Nice. Isn't that crazy how close they are? Mm, I would say yes, but mine were similar. Okay. In craziness of how close. Like mine were so close in the top, like, well, really just the top two. So. Okay. Okay. Then we go to number three at 72.7% Evermore. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I feel that. Now this one, number four, shocked me. If I were to blind put my top five, I don't know if I would have done this. So I was shocked by this. My number four at 72.2% speak now. Oh my gosh, I was so close with my guess. Like, so close. Yeah. That's, oh wow. And you were closer than I was with my guess. So, wild. I feel like I really know you. You do. And then, my number five, at 71.96%, reputation. Nice. And then we, hard drop. Hard, hard drop. We dropped 10% now. And I want to clarify, it's because of the re-recordings. The re-recordings dragged this next album down. And that brings us to number six, Red, at 61.5%. Wow. Okay. The re-recordings brought it down. I'm trying not to react. Yeah. But like, yeah. Yeah. I get it. If we removed the re-recordings, I would I would love to calculate this without the, uh, the from the volts. Uh, yeah. It, it would I would guess it's ten percent higher. I was gonna say that originally I would have put red higher on your list, but I knew that your least favorite thing on earth is a bloated album and that album 
the re-records just get bloated. But that was a bloated album to begin with, if we're going to be real. So I felt like that would have done that. Yeah. And I don't love that I knew you were trouble and we are never, ever getting back together re-recordings. Bad. I don't, I don't love them. All right. Now we're down to number seven. Seven is Fearless at 59%. Again, I would have thought Fearless was in my top five, but I do think the From the Vaults brought it down a little bit just because I, I'm not as, um, what's the word? Uh, I'm not as attached to those songs. Like Fearless to me is a very sentimental, nostalgic album. And I think because the bonus tracks don't have that nostalgia factor, it did bring it down. Okay. I was very shocked by this one because I thought I loved this album. Number eight is Midnight's at 58.7%. Wow. I know. I know. Okay, now here's the bottom two. Okay. And this is shocking to me. Do you want to guess the order of the bottom two? We have debut and lover left. Which one's going to be last? Lover. <laughs> and you're right. We have number nine, debut at 48.6%. And number 10, lover at 48.15%. I stand by this wholeheartedly. Okay, we have some things that are so similar and some things that are so different. Okay, let's hear yours, and then we'll break down why these are the way that they are. Okay, I guess I will go in the same order you did, like top to bottom. Okay. There's just like a big shock at the top and the bottom, I guess. Okay, wait, what do you think my top three are? In no order, just like general top three. Uh, reputation of folklore speak now because you're a purple girly that's very funny okay my number one album big shocker to me also folklore whoa i know folklore just is that bitch like it's like a perfect album i know and we can get into it but like there are so many tens on that album like she wrote perfect songs banger after yeah. banger after banger yeah Least amount of skips. I know. I think we're both lyric girlies more than yeah. sound, too. And even though the sound of folklore is, like, beautiful, inc- like, incredible lyricism. Okay. Number two, and just like you, so for me, folklore was an 82.9 and um, reputation was an 82.6. Okay. Point three difference. Point three difference. Wow. Yeah. I mean... I didn't even have, I don't feel like I needed to be like, oh, what's my number two? Obviously, it's Reputation because I thought it was going to be number one. Yeah. And I was shocked. But like, there aren't as many like perfect songs on that album, even though. So like my, my justification for still calling Reputation my favorite album is that Folklore has better songs consistently, but I'm not always in the mood to listen to Folklore. Totally. Totally. I am always in the moon to listen to reputation there is not a moment there's not an emotion say with 1989 there's not a day a time a feeling that turns me off from reputation number three evermore whoa same okay and it got a 71.8 okay that's really i I gave it a 72 percent. so our rankings are really close okay number four first real big shock midnights okay well we know you love Midnight's. We know you love it. I know. And I like tried to fight that for a while because I feel like on the internet, it's like not getting the hype it deserves. Mm-hmm. I freaking love Midnight's. I gave it a 
Okay. Yeah. Okay, number five. Also a shock. Did not know it was this high. Speak now. Okay. 70.6. Nice. 70.6. So I'm still in the 70s at number five, which is like (laughs) way higher than you. Okay, now number six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six. (laughs) I feel like we're getting into the territory of like, where are these other albums that I love, you know? 1989 was my number six. Okay. What was the score? At 67.5. Ooh. 67.5, yeah. A D. And the next big shock comes at number seven. Like, actually, I'm shocked that this... Is it Lover? It's Lover. Whoa. (laughs) Lover, 65.3. Okay. So, is there an album yet that you're like, where is it? Well, we're still waiting for Red, Fearless, and Debut, right? Yeah. What's next? Red. Red is number eight. Fearless is number nine. And Debut is last. I'm surprised Fearless is that low. Red got a 61. That's what I gave Red to. Fearless got a 52.8. And Debut got a 45. Okay. So I was like a little more ruthless at the bottom, but like nicer at the top. My like one through three, way lower than your one through three, but your bottoms are way lower than my bottoms because my lowest is 48. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So let's, let's dive in. Let's, let's gap. Okay. Should we talk about the tops or the bottoms? I was thinking we would go album by album, starting with debut and talking why we gave it the ratings we gave it. Okay, fair. So for me, debut was last. Mm-hmm. Mine's second to last. Okay. Honestly, when I was ranking, the songs that I would give a one were songs that I either always skip or legit haven't listened to since the first time I listened to them. Yeah. Which is like half of debut. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know Debut has the biggest fans ever, but for whatever reason, I just connect so much more with Fearless than I do with Debut. Same. Now, it does have some highs for me, like Picture to Burn and Our Song. I gave both of those 90s. Tim McGraw gave an 85. But then once we get like under 60, that's where all the rest of them are. Yeah, I have... Strong nine on Mary's song. (laughs) I think that is like such a perfect storytelling. What are the, what were her three pens that she said she uses? Glitter, quill. Fountain pen. Yeah. Fountain pen. And that was the one that was like, she really tells a story and gets descriptive and like puts you in a place. And for me, that's Mary's song. Do you want to know what I rated Mary's song? Yeah. A 40. Okay. Same with the outside. Oh, I gave Sorry. the outside a one. I gave the outside <laughs> a one. Sorry. Um, I gave a lot of them ones, twos, threes. The only ones that made it above that really were Tim McGraw, Picture to Burn, Teardrops on My Guitar, Stay Beautiful, Should Have Said No, Mary's Song, Our Song, I'm Only Me When mm-hmm. I'm With You. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great debut album. 
I, I think we both stand by our ratings, so are we ready to hop over to Fearless? Yes. I want to know what you rated You Belong With Me. Is that a 10 for you? No. Is it for you? It's a 98 for me. It's too away from me dying for, for it. No, I definitely gave You Belong With Me like a 5 or a 6. Whoa. Sorry. I just don't think it's like great lyricism. Oh, I loved it. Okay, so what are your highs and lows of Fearless? I mean, my lows aren't that low. I mean, they must have been to be in the 50s. I think my lows, it was definitely brought down by the vault tracks. Mm-hmm. And then the songs that I do love, like I love Breathe. I love Hey Steven. I love You Belong With Me. And, you know, but like they're not, when I compare them to songs from other albums, I had to like gut react to give it a rating and they were probably in the four to seven range Mm -hmm. most of fearless the only one that really stood out to me was forever and always i think there were some eights and nines like tell me why you're not sorry the way i loved you fearless 15 but the ones that the other ones just kind of brought it down and no nothing was a 10 except for forever and always yeah uh, this is solidly in the middle of my list. I have it at seven. Um, I ranked a lot of things really high. Like I just, I love Love Story. I love You Belong With Me. I love Fearless. I love Untouchable. Untouchable is one of my favorite underdogs of Taylor's discography. I love Untouchable. See, that's the issue. I love Untouchable too. It was a cover. Yeah. So I had to dock some points. I had to dock some points. It, she didn't write it. it. It drops for me. She made it her own, though. It sounds completely different. Yeah. But anyway, I similar lows. Uh, today was a fairy tale was the lowest I rated from Fearless at 25. Okay, you know what I will say? A lot of people don't like Superstar. I do. I gave it a six. I like that song. Good for you. Can't relate. I know. I don't know why everyone hates it. All right, let's hop into Speak Now. Obviously, Enchanted being 95 brought up the ratings a lot. And so did Dear John and Last Kiss for me. Yeah, Dear John, 10. I don't know if I'm supposed to be like outing all my 10s, but Enchanted and Dear John were my 10s. Last Kiss was definitely a 9. The lowest I gave on Speak Now was Innocent at 30. Oh, I really like Innocence. That one was higher for me, too. Does it not make you emo about the mistakes you've made in your life? I just don't like the way it sounds. Like, I can appreciate the lyrics, but I don't like Mm -hmm. the melody. Oh, Sparks Fly, 8. Back to December, 9. Like, these songs are fire. Story of Us, 8. Never Grow Up, 8. Enchanted, 10. Better Than Revenge, (laughs) 7. Like... These are yeah. high. Haunted, mm-hmm. Last Kiss, both nines. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's like maybe the vibe of the album isn't something that we expected to be that high, but like Folklore, the individual songs hit so hard that it brings it up. Mm-hmm. And knowing that she wrote all of this by herself also makes it so much stronger. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's hop to Red. Red had some highs for me. I have Holy Ground at 99. And then, of course, I gave the All Too Wells 97. I didn't 
feel like, did you differentiate between the all too well and the 10 minute version? I just gave them both the 97. I felt weird about it. No, I definitely have an opinion on which one's better. Okay, let's hear it. Um, I think all too well original is better than all too well okay. 10 minute version. Care to expand? I think she, I think she stretched herself with the 10 minutes. <laughs> I think she uh, felt pressure to actually make it 10 minutes and threw some stuff in there. It's pretty obvious that the added verses are from a different point of view. Okay. Kind of looking more back on it than in it. And to me, 10 minute version doesn't feel as like raw as all too well original does. Okay. That's fair. I gave them both tens, <laughs> but yeah. When I ranked my 10s, all too well hit higher than all too well 10-minute version. Okay. All in all, Red is the most bloated album of all time. Yeah, it's long. It's long. It is more bloated than Lover. It is more bloated than Lover. There are too many songs. Honestly, Red has some of my highest highs and my lowest lows. Like, Girl at Home needs to be taken out back. One. I gave it a 10, but I think I should have given it a zero. Yeah, no, I gave it a one for sure. I also gave a one to Message in a Bottle, The Very First Night, Forever Winter. I never listened to those songs. Yeah, I also, in addition to those, I also ranked Run Low. I think Run is a bad song. I'm sorry. It just means nothing to me. Yeah, I think that for me, it was more threes to sixes they're fine but i'm not like going back to listen to them specifically yeah and that's most of red i think for red it's more of like i like the sound i like the vibe there's a few highlights all too well uh treacherous was a 10 for me yeah Holy ground was like a done. nine for me yeah. um state of grace is an eight yeah i gave state of grace a 90 very high highs and very low lows but yeah most of it is just very middle of the road for me on the lower side and the vault tracks did drop it a lot. However, I bet you think about me also a nine. Oh, I, was, I gave I bet you think about me a 95 as it deserves. Yeah. And nothing new. Really high. Great song. Nine. Oh, yeah. Nothing new. Got a, let's see, a 98 from me. Yeah. Like you said, high highs, low lows. And I think that's how it was critically like taken too. So yeah, that's interesting. Absolutely. I thought I would ride for red. Yeah. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. So let's hop on up to 1989. And this is where we get my 100. The song I would die for. Um, Blank Space? No. Clean? No. Oh, then I literally don't know. It's Style. Oh, I did know that. Style is... The most perfect pop song. People have studied this song. There are video essays about how perfect, like, pop song-wise, this is on YouTube. And I trust I have watched them all. Style is the most perfect pop song of all time. And if I had to choose between the world hearing style or me dying, I would I'd throw myself off the cliff because the world needs style. You're welcome. Okay. It is a perfect pop song. I also ranked style a 10, but I also ranked clean a 10. I think clean is a more perfect pop song. Okay, I disagree, but let's hear it out. Let's hear it out. Go on. I think for me, the lyrics, like I said before, the reason I love other songs is it really takes me to a place. Like I envision something in my head when I hear clean and I think it like perfectly encompasses a breakthrough of your emotions 
And yeah, I just think it's like a more descriptive. I don't know. I like the lyrics more. And I like the sound. I don't know. I think I think it's just like a more interesting version of a perfect pop song. I hear you. That's what I will say. I also love Clean. I ranked it real high. But uh, pop in the sense of that it stands for popular, never heard Clean on the radio. I love Clean. Wish it was on the radio. Loved we, I loved when we listened to it live. That was great. But I, I disagree that it is as poppy. Okay. In a traditional sense. What are your other high scores of 1989? Other high scores, Out of the Woods, All You Had to Do Was Stay, I Know Places was a nine, Wildest Dreams was a nine, New Romantics and Wonderland. Those were all my eights and nines. Nice. Mine are very similar. I gave Blank Space a 99, obviously. Uh, Wildest Dreams, New Romantics, Out of the Woods, and Clean, pretty much the same tops. I don't know if this um, will get me kicked off of this podcast, fired, blank space, six. Whoa. I think it's good, but it's not like the best song she's ever written. I think when she said that she like kind of compiled zingers into a song. Yeah. Like you can tell. (laughs) But I get it. Like I have so much fun listening to it. But the music video, it's so fun. I love it. I know. What was your lowest from 1989? Um, I gave a three to no, I gave a two. Oh, I actually, I like actually kind of hate this song, and you know that. I think it's how you get the girl right. I hate that song, but I also gave a three to this love. I gave how you get the girl a forty, bad blood a thirty. Bad Blood was my lowest. And what was the other one you said? I gave Bad Blood a three and This Love a three. I gave This Love a 50. Yeah. Also low. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, overall, 1989 was the middle of the road for me. It was number six. All right. Let's go to MK's second favorite, shockingly. Reputation. But like truly, truly my favorite in my heart. Okay. What was your highest high of Reputation? I have four tens. Okay. They are, I feel like this is shocking, but I did something bad. Don't blame me. Getaway car and king of my heart. Oh, okay. You disagree? I I do not like king of my heart. I love when she says beer and plastic cups, but that's like it. It's just like, I'm getting a British guy. Get it? yeah that's that's what i get when i it's just like get it do you do you notice that like i'm dating a british guy do you guys get it do you guys get it that's like every single line is like hey did you guys know that i'm like yeah we know i don't even think about that and it was a great life i think i did something bad is also a shocking 10 yeah but like when i think about that song like it's kind of perfectly written yeah like as a pop song (laughs) it's a good song it's so good, and it might be influenced by her reputation performance of it, but yeah. that changed me. <laughs> but obviously, I think my number one song of the album is Getaway Car. Mine is Delicate at 98.5. Then we've got Look What You Made Me Do at 95, and Getaway Car at 90. Yeah. The only song 
there's only two songs that are below a seven for me and it's gorgeous and this is why we can't have nice things okay i gave ready for it a 60 i gave king of my heart a 55 dancing with their hands tied a 50 and then so oh it goes god. a 30 <laughs> oh my Sorry. gosh Jeez. okay like most of these are nines there's one eight and like one seven and then my six and five like i ride hard for reputation i literally gave it in game a seven like who like what does who would do that but i did you i would <laughs> all right let's do lover uh this was my bottom one this was your second to last right lover yeah was it lover your second to last was it your third to last no <laughs> wait was it your fourth to last yeah lover is number seven for me i like uh, lover sue me <laughs> i i love the song cruel summer and lover but um oh i, I like the man but other than that it's 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 not for me oh my gosh i gave high scores to obviously cruel summer honestly not lover that's not my favorite I did give high scores to The Man, I Think He Knows, Paper Rings, Cornelia Street, Death by a Thousand Cuts, False God, It's Nice to Have a Friend. Those were all like eights and above. This is where we get into my first zero. I gave Me a zero. I think Me is a better song than you give it credit for. I want you guys to know that when Me came out, I rode so fucking hard for that song. I watched the music video over and over. I defended me. I told my friends that me was better than it actually was. And then now that a few years have passed, I do recognize that I was brainwashed and that I didn't actually like the song. And that's just how big of a stand I was. And now that I realized that I was manipulated into thinking that was actually a good song, now I hate it. So that's why it's a zero. So I also specifically remember being at my sorority lunch table and saying to people, not every song has to be like lyrical genius. She can have fun too. Yeah, me too. And I was like, it's the opposite of reputation. Like it's the, you have to watch a music video to get it. Like she's doing like a hard, re like I was so fucking ride or die for me in the trenches defending this song. And now that enough time has passed, I'm free. I don't have to like it anymore. I mean, it. I don't think it's as good as I was trying to tell people it was, but it's not bad. Like, if you heard an acoustic version of me first, if it was on the piano, you would like it more. You can't spell awesome without me. Okay, that part, I'm blaming on Brendan Yuri. And there's a lot of cool chicks out there. I don't mind that. I kind of like that they say there's a lot of cool chicks out there and a lot of lame guys out there because she's like, most guys suck and most girls are awesome which is true there are a lot of cool chicks out there well i have one more zero to go so let's see if you guys can guess what it is on lover or in general uh in general we haven't gotten there yet anything else you want to add to lover at first i wasn't gonna rate soon you'll get better did you i did and i, I don't feel comfortable revealing what i what i rated it i don't either but to be honest, I said that I would give certain songs a certain rating if I never listened to them since it came out. So I was like, you know what? This is how it has to be because 
who's listening to that? Like that is this like I don't want to force myself to cry and think about like your parent dying. So yeah, that and Ronan, I refuse to disclose what I rated those, but they weren't zeros. They were not zeros. I didn't know we were given zeros. <laughs> so that's all I got to say about that. Let's get into our our collective favorite album. Who knew that we had so much in common? That's crazy. So what is your highest off of folklore? Mine is Cardigan, Shocker to No One. It's been on my Spotify wrapped since it came out as a number one. Mirrorball. Okay. Also great. I've got that up here too. Seven tens. Yeah. On folklore. And that is why it won. Yeah. There are seven perfect songs on that album and you can't even like play. Like that's just the truth. I have seven ninety and above. So very similar. So I think for us, like that was pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. The way we were ranking. The only song I gave below a five, I think, was Epiphany. Uh let's see. I gave Invisible String a fifty five. I just don't love that song. I gave Illicit Affairs and Epiphany a fifty. And I gave Hoax a forty. Oh man. Hoax was a nine for me and mm. Illicit Affairs was one of my tens. I don't know what else to say about folklore. It's perfect. Yeah. What else is there? It won a Grammy. It won album of the year. There's nothing else that needs to be said. It is folklore is that bitch. Yes. And Evermore, both of our number threes. Yeah. What we thought was our favorite album for both of us was sandwiched between folklore. Yeah. Crazy. Very crazy. So I didn't expect Evermore to be this high, but it did have four tens for me and a few nines. Mine, I, I did 99 for Champagne Problems and Right Where You Left Me, 98. Mm-hmm. Those were two of my 10s. And then we got Gold Rush, Cowboy Like Me, and Closure at 90. Wow. Are you the only Closure stand on earth? I love Closure. I love the banging of the pots and pans. Yes, I got your letter. Yes, I'm doing better. Yeah, I love it. I like when she says my tears and my beers and my candles. That's yeah. relatable. <laughs> Yeah, I got your letter. I love how it makes me want to like, you guys are obviously listening to this and can't see me, but I'm like twitching my head forward. Like I'm like jerking forward. Like, yeah, I got it. That's how I feel when I listen to it as I'm banging pots and pans and really cleaning my kitchen. Closure got a seven. It was pretty high. Uh, My other two tens besides Champagne Problems and Right Where You Left Me were Ivy and Cowboy Like Me. Mm -hmm. I love those songs. I gave Dorothea a nine. I might be Dorothea's only stan. I don't think anyone connects it to the other one what tis the damn season oh (laughs) i don't think anyone connects it to that but they're totally related they're totally about like that's about the girl and she's the one singing tis the damn season like obviously people come on okay i'll listen to it with that mindset next time i do it it's the only way you'll see it i'm assuming our bottom is the same for evermore willow yeah i hate that song that is a solid three for me i gave willow A 20, because it was fun live. And then my second lowest song from Evermore. I'm going to get hate for this. Do you want to guess what it is, MK? Nobody, No Crime? No, I love that song. It's um, it's Coney Island. Oh, yeah. I did used to feel that way about Coney Island. I just don't love. I've tried. I just can't get into it. I just can't. That's a 45 for me. The only thing that saves it for me is the bridge, and that gave it a five for me. Yeah, yeah, the bridge is great. But I, if that was one of my surprise songs, I would have been disappointed. What bothers me about Coney Island 
is that she's putting us in this mindset of like out on the pier. It feels old. It feels dark. And for me, that vibe is like older, antique-ish. Yeah. To me, it's giving like 50s, like 40s. And then all of a sudden, internet. She's talking about the mall and the internet. She does that. And that takes me to a totally different place. She does that quite often. I'm taken so far out of Coney Island and the magazine fold and like that's a different yeah. vibe, Taylor. Yeah. It pisses me off. Yeah. You guys know how anyway. I feel about that, about technology references and songs. I know. It like, makes me so mad. Yeah. Oh, my page. God. Like, in the lakes, when she talks about tweeting, yeah. it takes me right out of where we are mentally. It makes me so mad. Like, lakes could honestly be, like, a 10 for me if that wasn't in there. Yes. Yes. And I get what she's saying. Like, I, I get, get it. it. I just don't like it. It's a good line if it wasn't in a song that was so anti-technology. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you cannot reference the British romanticism period and also Elon Musk's Twitter in the same song. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, let's wrap this up with Midnight's. Oh, my gosh. My fourth favorite album. Like, literally, who knew? We've got my next zero. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I don't know what song you hate. And there's also a 10. Karma featuring Ice Spice is zero. I never want to hear that song again. Oh, no. I did not rank yeah. the new songs. I didn't rank those. Okay. That would also be a one for me. Yeah. I, I could go the rest of my life without hearing that. That song needs to be taken out back. It's among the mm -hmm. worst things she's ever produced. Mm -hmm. It's a bad It's song. bad. And then I have... At ranked number 10, Snow on the Beach, not the featuring more Lana Del Rey. The more Lana Del Rey I have at 40 because I can recognize it is much better. Four times better to be mathematical. Okay. I didn't rank Hits Different or You're Losing Me. Did you? I guess you did definitely rank Hits Different. Yep. I gave Hits Different a 90. I would probably gut reaction give Hits Different an 8. I have three tens on, on Midnight's. Mm -hmm. You're on your own, kid. Karma, what have, could have, should have. Yeah. I think Karma is a perfect pop song. It's so fun. I never get tired of it. It makes me very happy and I love it. I gotta say, that was my favorite song when Midnight's came out. It was. But then, I hate to admit this, you guys. I really do. When Taylor dated Maddie, it, like, ruined the song for me. Like, it really did. Like, how messy she is. Like, Karma is not a cat purring. She does not keep her side of the street clean. <laughs> and now whenever I listen to it, I'm like, this is not correct. <laughs> this is this is not true. Your side of the street has got some litter right now. You've got some cleaning up to do after that that whole mess. And it kind of ruined it. Like, I, th I listened to it differently, and that was my favorite song, but it is no longer accurate. That is kind of true. I choose to hear it as if that ever happened. Yeah. If we had done this uh, before that, uh, it would be a 100 or not. It would probably be like a 95 for me. Yeah. Other highs on Midnight's that pushed it up for me. Question. Bejeweled. Yeah, I've got would have, could have, should have, and you're on your own, kid, in the 90s. I think the thing for that one is that 
all the other songs didn't really drop below 50 or 40 for me. They're all just kind of middle of the road. But then there's highs, and so it pulls it up. Yeah, I have four 50s from Midnight's. Anyway, okay. So that's that. Yeah, so we're going to upload these to our website so you can see all of the numbers in their glory. And we are also going to link this in our show notes so that you can take this yourself and share your results. We'd love to hear what you get and how different it is from ours. Maybe you'll also get folklore and evermore in your top three unexpectedly. I ranked all my hundreds. And I would put myself out there with my top five Taylor songs of all time in order. Would you? Okay, let's do our top five. I'll spare you the other 25 that I gave a perfect score. And if you guys want to see that, go to our website. You'll see the full list. I will give you all 198 of my list and exactly what I rated them so you can see them. And MK will share what she compiled as well. I will give my tens. (laughs) That's what you'll get from me, which is 29 songs. And they're in order. Okay. What is... Your top five. Top five, bottom to top. Number five, cardigan. Number four, mirrorball. Number three, clean. Number two, cowboy like me. And number one, getaway car. Nice. Yeah. I will say, okay, I have to throw in there, right where you left me is number six. It barely, it almost made it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to share my six then because my six deserves a spot too. I know. It almost made it. Delicate, of course. Blank Space is five, four, Holy Ground, three, Champagne Problems, two, Cardigan, and one, Style. Style's in my top ten, so. Again, I would die for that song. That should be what the aliens hear when they meet us first, is Style. Alrighty, well, that does it for this episode of Good for a Weekend. Again, we would love your results. You can read our full results on our website, what we choose to share. And you can catch us at our next episode, which is, I think we decided, the Swift Report. The Swift Report. So catch us for our July Swift Report coming up in two-ish weeks. Dun-dun-dun-dun. That's what I hear when I hear the Swift report. <laughs> yeah, we need to we need to find some songs. We need to find we're gonna get a theme song. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. That's what we need because we're official and we report yes. the news. Yes, news anchors. It's like so succession. Oh great, uh, nightmares and daydreams, and let's get out of here. Okay, my daydream is coming first. Let's hear it. Boy genius. Saw that coming. All I have to say, okay, I'm obsessed. And I think I have been quoted on this podcast saying that I don't like Phoebe Bridgers that much. Yeah, huh? Yeah, you have. She's too sad and specific. I, I've gotten... It, it. Boy genius is like the gateway drug to Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah. Boy genius is more approachable. For all of them. For all of them. Yes. It's easier to understand. Their harmonies are euphoric is the only way I know how to describe that and they're all perfect and then you fall in love with them as a trio and then it's like oh well now I kind of get Phoebe like I get it and I get Lucy 
you have you i'm assuming you've heard night shift by lucy that's probably one of my favorite songs of all time yeah i get night shift on a visceral level i just get it and i am so in love with julian baker yeah like in love i keep sending my roommate thirst traps of her (laughs) she's so perfect like i feel like i can only describe my taste in women as julian baker I'm obsessed with them. I want to buy all their merch. I wish I saw them on tour. It's too late. My, my, ooh, I have so many, but I'm only going to do one. So what am I going to pick? What am I going to pick? I finally watched La La Land. You guys know I hate musicals. Loved La Oh, oh my I- God. You guys, I'm leaning back in my chair. Hold on. Let me sit up. You can't hear me when I'm all the way. Yeah, you can't hear. <laughs> I kind of like to sit up. I watched La La Land, and you guys know I famously hate musicals. Loved it. Good. Uh, just finished a book called Foster Dade Explores the Cosmos. It's about an Adderall ring in a prep school. It's fiction. It's very good. Uh, if you like, it's kind of like a, if the writers of Gossip Girl had uh, MFAs. That's how I would describe it. It is very long, though. Uh, the ending of Succession. I don't know if we've recorded since the ending of Succession. That was great. I'm also really into Chappelle Roan right now. Loving her new song. And yeah, I'm going to stop there. I could keep going. We haven't talked in like two weeks, you guys. A lot has happened. I know. That's a lot of daydreams. I can only muster up one. Yeah. Um, And my one nightmare is Black Mirror. Okay. Was it good? Well, considering it's a nightmare... <laughs> Have you seen the new season? No, I haven't. I just, I used to love Black Mirror, but it just got so corny that now I oh. like can't. Oh, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, considering it's a nightmare, no, it is not good. Um, the first episode was the most basic trope of all time of like, your phone is listening to you. And I was like, okay, we're not even in the future anymore. That is the present. So I'm just annoyed with it. I probably will watch the whole thing just to see if there's any gems somewhere in the middle. Usually the first episode of the season is the more like approachable. You don't think too hard about it. So like the Miley Cyrus one, the pig one, you know. Um, So I'm going to keep trying and see if there's better ones throughout the season. But it's off to a really, really bad start. I'm sorry to hear that. That's all right. I probably won't watch it then. <laughs> it sucks because that was like my favorite show. Like I, I said, Black Mirror was up there with my favorite shows of all time with like American Horror Story and Lost and et cetera, Seinfeld. But now it's slipping. Okay. Are you ready for my nightmare? Yes. It is. My arch nemesis. You know who it is? Yeah, I do. Caroline Calloway. Yeah. Her book came out and it's bad, you guys. It's bad. Let me try to find a sentence for you guys to read. Hold on. Pause. Wouldn't that be a daydream for you? <laughs> Your arch nemesis came out with a terrible book. 
I wanted it to be good. Like I want her to have, okay. If you guys don't know, she's not actually my arch nemesis. I just call her that to be funny with my friends. Basically I made a TikTok about her. She's known online as being a scammer. Her book is called scammer. It's her first memoir. It took her five years to road. It was supposed to come out in 2020, but um, it got caught up by the printers because of COVID. And then I guess you just thought we all forgot about it. Now it's 2023. Now it's finally coming out. But, um, She's known as kind of like a, a grifter, and I did an unboxing of something she was selling. I bought it because I wanted to get grifted, and she posted a screenshot of my face saying that I made her want to fall asleep and never wake up again. Not ideal to her 600,000 plus followers. Uh, and I reached out to her. I apologized. I did not intend for my tiktok to come off as mean-spirited i thought it was in the spirit of her being branded as a scammer yeah you were just contributing to her brand yeah and i also think i drove her like a lot of business because that tiktok blew up because she shared it it did not have any views (laughs) until she shared it she wrote a book and it is it's bad it's i've read the excerpts and it does not make sense at all it's kind of sounds like she wrote it with chat gbt but i think chat gbt would have done a better job and i was really hoping for a redemption arc i you guys know i love a female scammer i love them so much i literally have a picture of elizabeth holmes on a t-shirt and my etsy cart right now because i just love female scammers so i want i wanted this book to be good i wanted to buy it but i'm not going to spend 65 dollars on a book called scammer if it's not even well written 65 65 that is a scam it is 65 if it were like 20 bucks i'd buy it just to have on my shelf because it's funny but it's not it's not well written. So I'm just so disappointed. I really wish it was. I I was hoping for a redemption arc or at least or at least her um irredemption to be well written. So that is my nightmare. And if you guys are interested in anything regarding Caroline Calloway, reach out to me. We have things to talk about. Yeah, she can explain the whole situation cuz I had no idea what was going on when that TikTok came out. And the odds are low that any of our weekenders would rat you out to her for saying this, so... You guys better freaking not. She probably won't hear. Are you going to link it in the show notes just in case anyone wants that $65 piece of shit? No, absolutely not. You can Google <laughs> Carolyn Calloway scammer. It'll come up. Okay, just wondering because we usually I hope our... none of you... Spe- it might not even show up because she's mailing them herself. Like, I think she has like a <laughs> Google Doc for all of her orders like there's no there's like a 50 percent chance she'll actually get it that's rough yeah all right well i had fun me too we'll see you next time in two weeks Uh, you can find us on our socials and join our discord all of those are linked in our show notes below yeah please do the excel spreadsheet so we can talk about it but be warned all this math kind of gave me a headache yeah it took me two days it was rough so you know rank at your own risk 